B500 get into the wild card. 86 got the Phillies all the way to the World Series. He's a break it to you, man. I don't think it was your vision. <laughs> this podcast is perfectly named, I would say. I hate to make excuses for Sandy and the rest of the people. No, you don't. You've been doing it all year. I do. I do hate it. I'm just gonna say it. Fucking hitting bombs to fucking Nyocho, like. Jack that to my face. If that continues, there's no way we make the playoffs. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome everybody to episode number 24 of the Battered. Well, I was about to say Battered Heroes. Battered Morning Ooh. Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada. Alongside me is another Battered fan, Brenton Griffin. How are you doing, sir? Oh man, I'm doing good. Doing good. You know, we got some well, fun you- stuff to talk about with the fish. You almost landed your prediction. Mm-hmm. Almost. It almost happened today. If if Yuri would have gotten some more run support, I think we could have done it. But, um, you know, last episode, you know, we always like to talk about what we're wearing. So I'm going to talk about what I'm not wearing. First Do of it. all, that's the first. So That's I first. got the Jacksonville, the prawn of the dead hat. Nice. I would be wearing it, except my dumb ass ordered <laughs> the wrong size. And this is like five sizes too small for me. So I'm going to try and get it exchanged. But for everyone who heard me talking about it, go out, order it. It's fantastic. Look how awesome it, really, it is. It, gl- it glows it in really the, dark. the dark. Yes. Can we test that out? If I, let me see. Uh, well, you probably it's can't. Too much light. Yeah, it's too much light. Yeah. Not well, going to work. But well, goes, I'll take I'll take Brian's word for it. He said it glows in the dark, so I believe him. I, I'll say it glows in the dark. under the brim. It's beautiful. Great yeah. job, Jacksonville. So go out there and get it, and hopefully I can get mine exchange before we end the season. I, said, I would well, love we're it. Gonna send them, we're going to send them the video of you promoting them. They have to hook you up at that point, right? Yeah. You know, I, I feel bad that I can't wear it because I just screwed up, but that's Could all right. Could you imagine the advertisement, that hat with that beard? Oh, Sell ooh. out immediately listen all the minor league affiliates for the marlins if you want to promote a hat just send it to me i'll pay for it just give me a little advance <laughs> notice <laughs> and i'll go. put it on i'll do it <laughs> yeah. all right so uh you know what it, it wasn't a horrible week i mean no. it could have been better i guess it came to the brewer series but no. i mean I, we weren't i don't want to say we weren't expecting but the philly series we were worried about and taking you two out of three there, about. I, I was worried. You, I guess, yeah, I guess you did say two out of three. I, I was more worried about it, I suppose. I mean, Historian also was said he was worried about that when he thought we'd yeah. do better against the Brewers. Obviously, that wasn't the case. But I guess we could start yeah. with the Philly series. Yeah. Uh, let's start game one. Yuri started that game. Mm-hmm. I, what the, any takeaways Listen. from the Philly series or game one in particular? Game one in particular, I thought Yuri... Yuri was Yuri, man. Like he's God, he was good. Um, you know, he didn't get the win just because we didn't get him the run support. Um, and so Robertson, I think, ended up with the win and Tanner Scott with the save, which was good to see that Scott was in the position to get the save and not Robertson. Um, so it looks like we maybe, you know, all things considered, I think another thing is I think we had a good bullpen week. Um they they look decent, but um yeah like like it was just a good win. Yeah, it was just a good win. It felt solid. Like I I even though it was a one run win, like it just felt good. It felt like we were we were in control. Um, 
we didn't let the game control us. We we played hard in that one, and I thought it was good. It was a great great way to start off that series. I thought for sure, you know, the Yuri game. I, I felt like that was going to be the game we would win for sure. Um, the other two, I was a little less optimistic about, but yeah, Stallings you hit a home run it? that game. Well, Stallings hit a home run that game, and Stallings I has had a great check. week. <laughs> yeah, he has. He even he even pitched some. Uh, yeah, the Brewers. I'm getting to that. But um, he when he hit a home run, I was like, we have to win this game. And then I started yep. thinking, he's only hit three home runs this season, but th- all three of those have to be wins, right? Like when he gets bat to ball, Ooh, like that's a there, good there, it has to be. I have to go back and check when he hit those home runs. But I, I'm willing to put money that we are three and zero in any stalling home run games. Might be, but. But um, I think the yeah. biggest thing that that game was Nardi getting out bases loaded. I want to say the seventh or eighth inning. Uh, yeah, that he was got scary. Out of that jam, that that was he got out of that jam. Like historian said, Nardi has been balling. Um, mm-hmm. And and then Tanner Scott. I I mean, if there was any doubt before yeah. this week, I think this week cemented it. He is now our closer, and I'm comfortable yep. with that because I think that he's yeah. been playing really well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's he's done everything we've asked of him. But yes, he's stalling the September Marlins goat. Oh, he is so far. Sure. Hopefully, we get sure, a couple sure, more sure. that step up because that's what we'll need to make it through the playoffs or to the playoffs. But yeah, um, no, that first game was was decent. Tanner Scott, like you said, he it's his job now, and it, it's his job to lose. And, and I mean, at this point, like we're riding with him for the rest of the season, right? Like, there's no way you mix it up again. So I'm totally cool with that. Let Robertson come in in, like, the seventh inning. I'm cool with that, too. Um, and then have Nardi Puck set set, uh, set our where, boy Tanner up. Where does Puck up. fit into all this? You think he's a setup? I think that's really the only place you can use him, and, and unless you want to do, like, a spot closer. If we get in a situation where we have three – three or four save opportunities in a row and you want to give Tanner a day off, I think you can throw Puck in as long as he did not pitch the day before. Like, I'm huge on Puck needs at least a day between appearances. Um, what might be interesting to see, too, and and probably not, it probably won't happen in the run-in, but, you know, Puck is a converted starter, so there's potential that maybe we add some more long guys relief. for late game. Next year, and maybe he ends up as long relief. Um, I, I don't know if we'll see it this year. Probably not, but it, it could be a role he slides into eventually. But um, Game two, Johnny Cueto started. Oof. Now, I don't know how you feel, <laughs> but as, as soon as I hear Johnny Cueto starting, I consider it a bullpen day. Yeah, now, he, I mean, I, I, think he, I think he went three or four innings that game. I, I can't remember. I have to look it up. But yeah, I think he did. How do you feel when you see Johnny Cueto out there? Because I don't. I mean, I, I he's played better than I, I guess he did the first so, game or two in the middle of the season. But well, he played the first like inning, and then he got hurt, and, and then we didn't it. see him for a while, and then he fell well, over guess, first base means, in the minors, and then he came back. It, it was the minors where he was he got lit up. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, he didn't go a start without giving up a run, I think, or a oh, home run oh. is what it was. He gave up a home run every game, but. You know, since he's been back up with the club, like he's lowered his ERA. He's finally down to like six, six point one or something, um, which is still terrible. But, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get with Cueto. Like he had that 
he had a couple games this year where like he turned back the clock and he was the Cueto of old. And like he threw six solid innings and we were all like, yeah, if we can get him for the run in, we'll be good. But uh, that game was not one of those games. Like he, he just did not look like he was in command at all. And this is after last week I said, maybe Cueto's, you know, leadership experience could be something that leads us into the playoffs. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> well, and I think they, te- I think that it was three or four home runs that they hit off him in the first two innings. Like, yeah, he was done quickly. On, I think on, it was all in the second Saturday. inning because they scored five yeah. in the second. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was brutal. You were down five zero, and at that point, even though Jake Berger, uh, and uh, Berger and Bell have been, yeah. I mean, they've been better than advertised. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know, if, if we have anybody else pitching that game. Um, we probably sweep the Phillies in reality because if you think about it, that one inning, the second inning, we gave up five, but then we came back in the fifth and scored four more. Yes. And then we gave up three in the bottom of the bottom of that inning. And that was it. So, you know, the fight was there. There was, you score four runs. You should win the game in my opinion, but, um, you know, Philly scored eight, so we dropped it, but you know, game three was a bullpen day also. And, I mean, I guess before we get into the Brewer yeah. series, we could talk about this game and then just bullpen days in, in general. Because, like them. I said, I feel like Cueto's games are bullpen days. I just – that's how I feel. Yeah. And then we have our regular bullpen days. When we're yeah. here and we're trying to make the playoffs, we have, what, two weeks left more or less? Yeah. Can we, can we really realistically expect to make the playoffs and win these games when – for me, at least, I believe it's two bullpen days every five days. So it, it, it's so weird. And and honestly, it's almost like three bullpen days. Because if you look at like uh, when we get into the Brewers series, we had a bullpen day where Eddie Cabrera came in and what, the third or something? The second. I think it was the second. second. Yeah. And, and you know, pitched a couple innings and, you know, we Jack got Watt, smoked. But started. yeah. Yeah. And so – you know, I don't know how sustainable that is. Um, it's obviously, you know, kind of working uh, because, you know, we're able to take a game against the Phillies, but then, you know, we drop one against the Brewers. Um, but I, I don't know what other options we have right now. Like, you know, we're running Cueto out there, and and I know that if Skip had his choice of everybody, like – Cueto would not be on this team right now. Like we would probably have Trevor Rogers and, and, you know, maybe even Edward Cabrera would take that, that other spot in the rotation, but Edward Edward Cabrera, man, like I, what a crazy season, right? It was, yes, it was Cali that gave uh, an analogy for a movie that you guys were talking about that I've never seen. I forgot what the movie was, (laughs) but it was like, yeah, he could like strike out eight, but he'll walk eight. And it, and it, it, that's just, that's Cabrera in a nutshell, and he's just it's so insane. inconsistent. It's it's really frustrating to watch. It it big time, um, because like it, anybody who's listened to us from the beginning is like will know like when Cabrera is on, like he can be a solid third starter for this team, but the problem is, is he is like he is he's just I don't know. He just has these <laughs> games where there's one inning and he walks like twelve people. Yeah, gives up like 13 runs and then like you're just out of it and you don't know what's going on. And, you know, 
then we're always sitting here like, oh, Skip should have pulled him in the fourth inning because the fifth inning fell apart. When in reality, like who pulls a starter in the fourth inning? But when it's Eddie Cabrera, you know, you have to ask. And so, you know, he's got some stuff to figure out. I, I don't love him coming in as a as a reliever. I I, I if if you're going to put him in for multiple innings in a game, I say you start the guy like he's a yeah, starter. He's not a reliever. But that's like, what I, I like thought was setting so weird. Him up for failure. I yeah. thought it was so weird that, that Chagua started and then all of a sudden he just comes in. It's like, what was the yeah. point of that? Now, I mean, there, there I, is... I think that was attack. I don't know. I, I don't even know. <laughs> I wish I, I knew why he I, was doing that. I just. I'm blanking on who was. The Yankees were doing that for. Um, I'm blanking on the name. But there, there's somebody that, that was playing horrible for the Yankees. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. And they started putting him in in the second inning because they thought mentally it might help him because starting the game might have affected him. And it had no, it, it didn't help. Yeah, he still played like I don't. Crap. As a pit, as a, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna say as a former pitcher, I played high school baseball. Tell about, about that. It translates to, to major leagues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, uh, I had a different mentality when I started versus when I came in as a reliever and. I have to say, like, I was more psyched up to be a starter than I was a reliever. And, you know, I would think, like, as a guy who's been a starter his whole career, like, why are we putting this guy in in the second? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, you yeah, know, I'm Mel. Sorry, I'm sorry. Severino. There he is. That, that, yeah. I can't believe I was blanking on that. Yeah. Thank you. You know, Mel, Mel Stoudemire has forgotten more about pitching than I even know. And so I trust Mel to make the right decision. If that's what he says is the best thing to do, then go for it. But I don't understand why as a, yeah. as a fan or, you know, someone watching from the outside, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Wrapping up the Philly series out of the two wins, which one do you think was more impressive? Because I know you were, said that Friday was a complete game, right? They played well. The that's whole game. what I felt like. Yeah. But Sunday, I, they were hitless all the way into the seventh inning, and they still grinded out a victory. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think both wins are impressive in their own right, right? Like, I, I thought at one point on Sunday, I'm like, shit, we're going to get no hit. Like, this is going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah, could exactly. be the nail in the coffin for the playoff okay. hopes. And we came back and we won it. Like, that was fantastic. But then you look at like Friday's game and like everybody did their job Friday. So if we get the team that we saw on Friday every day, like that's a playoff team, you know, Yuri came in, did his job. Bullpen came in, did their job. The bats did their job. And like Nardi, like you said, got out of that bases loaded jam. Like, like that's impressive. And that's the Marlins I want to see every day. But, um, if I had to pick one, I guess I go Sunday. Like it, it's, I would also. it's hard to go from like, you know, you're basically, you know, you're getting no hit. Like, and then you go ahead yeah. and you flip it and you win the game. Like that, that's harder mentally, I think, to overcome than than. I agree, and in, and in the seventh inning, we go ahead, we score three runs, we tie the game, and then the bottom of the seventh, Dave Robertson comes on, and the bases are loaded. You know how I feel about yeah. Dave Robertson; yeah. never has a clean inning. But he somehow got out of that without giving up a run. Yeah. And and then Brian De La Cruz came in and gave us that two-run cushion, and Tanner Scott came in and closed the deal yeah. in the ninth. So I really do feel, even though the first six innings were kind of ugly, 
that the way they grinded that out was a little more impressive. And yeah. it really gave me high hopes for that Brewer series that was coming up. But, yeah. <laughs> but I guess we can get into that, that came Brewer crashing series. down, huh? Yeah. I, I really was like, oh, and I think after that, that, that um, Philly series, I think we at that point we were, we actually had the third, the third mm-hmm. wild card spot. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah. Milwaukee, Lazardo comes on the mound on Monday. What do you think overall of the Brewer series? Um, so, you know, Monday was just, just a shit show. Like nothing worked. I think we had six hits. We had an error. Um, we gave up 17 hits and 12 runs. Like that's just shit. <laughs> I feel like they had like, the bases loaded like several times that inning. I think yeah. all series. I felt like they were, they so many instances where they had the bases loaded. They did. And, you know, in every other game, we were able to kind of limit the damage in, in the Monday game. We just weren't, you know, Lizardo um, gave up the, the run right there in the first inning. And then I think he gave up three in the third, um, like, like a million and in two the in the fifth, it was yeah. two in the fifth and like five in the sixth is what it was. And so, you know, it was rough, but, you know, Lizardo was going to have those days every now and then. We touched on it last week where these pitchers are kind of in uncharted territory. They've never pitched as many innings, and and very few players on this Marlins team have ever been in a playoff race. And a lot of these guys are probably feeling the pressure now. And so, Did you, know, you say how many hits they happens. had on Monday? 17. 17. Holy yeah. crap. And then the worst part is that is that their pitcher was a Woodruff or something. Yeah, he had a complete shutout. I was like, geez, just just to <laughs> add insult to injury, like that was that was a rough go. That was a, a I was, rough intro to the series. I was praying to the baseball gods that they had used up every single one of their runs for the next couple games in that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? After that, they didn't really explode. I mean, we lost no one to uh, three to one on Tuesday. We shut them out yeah. on Wednesday, and then they put up four today. So, yeah, I mean, they used up a lot of them on Monday for sure. Oh yeah, um, and you know, that's like, I I feel like we should have taken at least one of these other Brewers games. Like it, and and if I had to pick, it probably would have been today's game. Today's game was kind of unfortunate, but before we get into that, we can talk about Tuesday uh, and that loss. Uh, and Cabrera game. Yeah. And, and, you know, Cabrera gets the loss, but you know, we only gave up three runs. Like if the bats had been there, you know, like they have been most of the season, we probably would have been all right, but we lost. And you know, it's bad, but we only scored one run and it was a leadoff hits. Yeah. On two hits. That was it. Literally the first at bat we score and that's it. Oh, nothing else. Like you two set two hits. That, that was, that's rough. Yeah, and we only gave up five hits. Like yeah. it, it, it was not. It was not like a. That was a very winnable game. One hundred percent. Like we should have won it, and and you know, we we looked all right. I I don't think we looked terrible pitching wise in that game. The bats just didn't show up. Well, and what frustrates me is that Josh Donaldson. Hit a home run. Josh Thompson sucks, guys. Yes, he, he does. sucks. 
So for him to be the one to, to tie that game up at one, and, and uh, that, that was yeah. a very winnable game. And then we go on to Wednesday, of course. The yeah. only guy we ever win with, Braxton Garrett. And Sandy might be our best Man. pitcher, but I think we're going to win every time I see Braxton out there. Yeah, I I agree. I, you know, if anything is... If I can take one thing away from this season, man, I have fallen in love with Braxton Garrett hard. Mm -hmm. That man is, like you said, you see him and you just say, we're going to win this game. He may not get the win, but we are going to get the win. Right. And uh -huh. and we pulled it through, and I'm glad he got the win. We were able to get him some run, or we got him the run in the fifth. Um, So, you know, Penn was able to close it out, but you know, Brax is, man, he's having a great season. I think he's he's nine and six now with a three point six seven ERA. Like most innings he's ever pitched in his career by far. I think it's more now he's over. He's over his first two years combined now, after this week. Jesus so Christ. the dude is fucking balling, and I I love it. I love it, and you know the one negative we can probably take out of that game is we scored two runs, but it was on eight hits. Like we left people on base a lot and well, I mean, the defense <laughs> was terrible in that game. And we were very lucky not to give anything up because we had two errors. Well, and I think another negative of that game is that jazz comes out of the game again. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't play today. Yeah. At what point, like, well, let me not say at what point do, do we give up on him because I, I, we wouldn't give up on Jazz, but at, at what point do we stop expecting him to be the person we count on? Because I know you guys say his swag is the reason he is our, the yeah. face of the franchise, but I feel like somebody that, that gets that injured, we count on them. We want them to help us, but he can't be the main focal point of this team anymore because... Yeah. You can't count on him playing 100 but games anymore. if you anymore. think about it, like if you think about this season and, and especially after the additions of Bell and Berger, like do we really see Jazz as the focal point of the offense? Like, I think we don't because we haven't especially been with to this, because he's never plays. Yeah, but like would you say – like when I think of like what a successful game would be, I would say Arise getting a hit or two and getting driven in by Bell or Berger at this point. Before I would have said Solaire in there, mm -hmm. but I I don't know that I would have said you know Jazz as the focal point of the offense because to your point, I feel like, like mm -hmm. he just hasn't been here this season, and and now hopefully this is a minor thing, and maybe he's back for the Brave series, but if he's not back for the Brave series, like that's 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 a real uphill battle for us to make the playoffs without that without that productivity because I'm not I'm not saying he's not a good hitter, but you know, I, I feel like Berger and Bell and, and players like that have done a little bit more to get us to where we are than Jazz has because he's you're right, he's not there. And, and the thing with Jazz he, when you're batting cleanup, they're relying on you. Yeah. And he just hasn't been available. So I don't know. It, it, it's just it's just rough, frustrating because I I wanted him to do so well this year, and I just feel like unfortunately he's just been constantly I mean, getting injured. And like, look at you know we've had 
you know, we had Peter Pratt on what was it the first or second episode and and he was starting his 40 for 40 tracker for 40 stolen bases and 40 home yeah. runs for Jazz. And I, you know, he's nowhere, he's not even halfway there on either category. Mm. And, you know, it, it just boils down to him not being available uh, when Skip makes the lineup. So, you know, I love Jazz. I, I don't ever want to see him play in another uniform, but, you know, I don't know how much longer we can, to your point, say that, you know, he's, he's what makes us tick. He's what makes us successful because it's it's kind of not true. All right, now I'm I'm going to. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to say uh, anything about the today's win, uh, loss before I get into uh, the next topic yeah. that you're gonna hate me for? I know, I know what you're gonna say, but <laughs> <laughs> today's loss is just it was rough. I mean, I I had it on while I was working since it was the early game. Yuri, uh, Yuri looked pretty good. Uh, we missed another leadoff home run. Our eyes had it. And because they had the windows open in center field, it changes the way the wind plays. And the wind blew it in. And they showed a graph. I think it was in like the third or fourth inning. They showed where the ball would have been, like had the wind not blown it out, and it would have been a home run. And that kind of sucked. Because, uh, you know, who, who do we not – you know, who do we think of when we think power on the Marlins lineup, but Luis Arise? <laughs> but you know that what? He had cool, one but... earlier in the week. I, I, look, I, I, yeah. I've i been saying it all year, and I just love him as the leadoff hitter. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's got to be got to be the leadoff guy at this point, and he's, he's a fantastic player. Um, probably the best best acquisition we've made in a very long time. Um, but no, today's game was just, we, we just got outfoxed a little bit. So, um, not a whole lot to say, just disappointing Stallings Stallings drove in a run today. Um, Xavier Edwards looked very good on the base paths, which is exciting because he's somebody I'm pretty high on, uh, waiting for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dane Meyer out in center field, um, you know, he, he didn't have the best day at the plate, uh, but he was holding it down in center field. So that's good to see because we don't know what we don't. I haven't seen an update on jazz yet, so we, we don't know what's going on there. But, you know, rough day. Um, and just like we talked about on uh, what was it Tuesday's game, we should have should have won it. Uh, had six hits, only brought two in story the marlins here as uh as says been exiled to italy says <laughs> we are the michael jordans of leaving runners on base and uh it, yep. it just sure feels that way yeah All right, so rough. what i did want to get into is yuri love yuri awesome so glad that he's looked yeah. the way he has but he gives up a lot of home runs he does now, he, I was looking into it, and he's given up 14 home runs in 88 innings. That's roughly one every six innings, one a game. Yeah. Do you remember Sandy having any issues like that? Because I, I wasn't watching closely when Sandy – but somebody told me that Sandy always gives up home runs. Now, So I yeah. come to you as the Marlins expert. Sandy Sandy has had that issue in the past. Um like right when he was coming up, he, he was not, 
you know, he wasn't the Sandy that we have now, but that's kind of what happens when you have young pitchers who, you know, really try and, and get like are kind of dominant with the fastball and the slider and, and the change up and stuff like those guys, every now and then a slider is going to hang a change up. Isn't going to quite move the way you think it is. And, and a batter in at this level is going to take advantage of that hit, hit you out of the yard. And, you know, what we're kind of seeing and, and the f- reason that kind of keeps happening is because Yuri has all this confidence in the world in himself and he's going to keep doing him. He's going to keep throwing his pitches and you know what? The kid's got his ERA is still what? Like on it's still, it's still under three. It's a 2.9. Like, listen, if he gives up a couple home runs and when he normally does it, it's normally solo shots. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm okay with it. And the other thing too, is like he, he relies pretty heavily on his fastball and sometimes hitters will just sit on that first pitch fastball. And that's what we saw. I think it was his first start and his second start were both like um, first inning solo home runs, if I remember correctly. And that's what it was is the, the hitters are just sitting on that fastball. And as he starts building up his repertoire, maybe adds in another pitch or two, so he can throw in some variety. We'll see that home run number drop a bit, just like we did with Sandy. Um, so I'm not worried about it long-term, but it does does suck when it happens. <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, you don't want to nitpick, right? Because he's so young, his rookie yeah. season, and he's and he's performed out of this world. But, you know, it's it's something that kind of well, stands out because it's, I think that's the only thing I could possibly think of that he doesn't do well right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, one thing I forgot to mention about today's game, and I can't believe I, I forgot it, is Yuri got his 100th strikeout today. Second fastest oh, Marlins pitcher right. to 100 strikeouts uh, behind only uh, Trevor Rogers, who did it two games quicker. So, you know, he, he's striking guys out. He's he's keeping people off base. He's not walking a whole lot of guys. Um his our win loss percentage when he starts is uh like five fifty six, which is second on the team only to Garrett. Like, it, you know, I'll take a home run here or there when uh when our offense is supposed to be, you know, backing him up. So, you know, it's 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 a side effect of a young pitcher, unfortunately. But over the last week. Over the last two series, if I had to just ask you to guess, who do you think our hottest hitter was over the last week? Who would you say? Uh, oh, um, I, I hate to say it, but it's probably Stallings, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's not Stallings. Although he did hit 200. I don't um, know. Arise had a good week. Stallings had Ar- a good week. Arise hit 250. Uh, no, uh, Garrett Hampson hit 318 over the last two series. Garrett Hampson had seven hits in his 22 at bats. That's pretty. Garrett Hampson has been playing. Yeah, he's been playing pretty well. He has some clutch played, hits also. He played pretty good when we brought him up at the beginning of the year too. Um, but he eventually fell off. Yeah, and you know, I, who knows what what happened there? Um, you know, but the dude plays every position. 
that we ask him to play. I think he's played. He even played outfield earlier this year for the first time ever. So, you know, I love having him up. And and what we're going to have to count on at this point is the young guys to get us into the playoffs. Uh, guys like uh, Edwards, like Dane Meyer, like uh, Hampson, like those are the guys who are going to carry us to the playoffs at this point. Um, because like we still don't know what's happening with Jazz. Sandy's out right now. Like we need help, and, and th- that's our reinforcements. Well, I'm glad you brought up the playoffs because I think it's time to to look at where we stand. So, wild card standings. We are currently. I mean, it's three, six teams fighting for three spots. We are half game out of San Francisco um, at 75 and 72. Uh, Cincinnati, Arizona, and San Francisco are the, basically those, those are the, we're the four teams, unless Chicago and Philadelphia fall off, that are going to be fighting for that last spot. Yeah. How are you feeling so far about that last spot? Do you think that we have any chance of making the playoffs? Oh. We have a chance. I, I, I firmly believe that there's a chance we make the playoffs. Uh, the path is there. We, we, you know, after we talked about it last week, you know, we were ready to kind of throw in the towel. We were like, man, I, I don't know. We, we might not finish this week in contention, but we're a half game out with a handful of games left to play. Um, the Brave series is scary. Um yes. That's that's the series that scares me because if if we play the Braves like we've played them all season and we go through it and we we get swept, uh, that that could put the nail in the coffin there statistically. Uh, that would be a huge mountain to climb if everybody else wins. I mean, we have what one, two, three, four. We have five series left. We have mm-hmm. three series left at home, and. Um, they're three consecutive series, so we have a, a long homestand. Yeah. If if we can take two out of three from the Braves, and I know that's asking a lot. Ooh. That's, asking, <laughs> that's asking a lot. But if we could somehow take two out of three from the Braves, I think we have a great chance to make the playoffs. So I think what helps us a lot is the Braves clinched the division last night. Yes. And I think that you know, maybe they're not resting everybody and, and, you know, giving the kids a shot. But I do think that they probably take their foot off the gas. I, I can't imagine that everybody is completely focused on winning out the rest of their games, right? Like, I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility that we take two out of three from the Braves. I think it's more realistic we take one out of three, which I'm fine with, but... I think the path is there, and and if the Braves have taken their foot off the pedal, and I think in our group chat today, Callie was saying he's he's kind of thinking they're going to rest some arms and maybe do I don't I don't know have a bullpen day or something if they rest yeah. arms for the playoffs and save some arms that could work in our favor big time. So there's 15 games pivotal. left. <laughs> 15 games left six of those are against the sorry mets yep and then we have three against the pirates those yeah. nine right there are crucial because time. you can't count on beating the braves or the brewers because you saw what the brewers just no. did to us yeah so we have to take out of those nine seven yeah 
we need to take seven of those nine to have a realistic chance. A I don't minimum. know how this bracers. Yeah, look, yeah. the Mets are, are, are playing. They're going to start playing their young guys already if they aren't already. I'm not even sure. And the Pirates are basically out of it also. So at this point, I feel the Braves, they basically clinched. They're not going to be playing their guys, possibly. Yeah. And then the Mets, we play them next week and the following. That last week of the season, when you're out of it, that's it. Everybody's already on vacation yeah. mode. So I think mm-hmm. that we need to go ahead. And then the last three games against the Pirates, again, also play the young guys. The season's over. So I think out of those nine, we have a serious shot of winning seven of those. Yeah. And if we do that, we just got to stay alive against the Brewers and Braves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, the Brewers series at home. So we were in every game except for that one. That one. The like, first one, yeah. I. I think we can take two out of three out of that series. Like, you know, I, I just don't think if we want to be, if we, if we're a serious team, like we had to take two out of three, there's no way we can, uh, we can let them t- win another series because that would probably following a brave series that I don't, I want to go in our favor, but just, the numbers that we've seen, I don't know if it will. Like, I don't know. Our backs are going to be against the wall in that that Brewers series. That we, that and the Brave series are going to decide this season, right? Yeah, no. And um, yeah. At at this point, let's say hypothetically we win those seven out of those nine, we have seventy five wins right now. We'll end up at eighty two wins. That's over five hundred. Would you yeah. say before the season started that it would? be a successful season even without the playoffs just ending over 500 yeah yeah absolutely um you know i i think no matter how this next week goes like we have to view this season as a major success like there's 15 games to go and we're a half game away from making the playoffs like yeah like this is awesome. Like this is yeah, what dude. we've all dreamed of and what we've all wanted. And and September you know, baseball that matters. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I, maybe you know, I, I forget who said that I was the most optimistic Marlins fan out there. I I think we, I, I feel like we're gonna make it. I haven't lost faith. I, I'm feeling more confident than ever that that we're gonna make it. And you know. I I saw I think it was today that you know they finally diagnosed Sandy with a strained uh um I think it's a knee ligament and he started throwing again so they think he can probably come come back at some point this season is what I'm guessing if he's throwing so if we can get him back to finish out the the season I feel like we could do it man <laughs> No well I'm going to tell you the only cons to this upcoming weekend we have the braves for three yeah but we're fighting against the giants and the giants have a three-game series against the worst team in baseball the colorado rockies we're fighting with cincinnati they have a three-game series against the shitty mets Mm. and arizona they're playing against the cubs the cubs are still trying to win somehow catch up to the brewers because there's only four games behind so maybe yeah. Arizona might not might not take care of business with the Cubs. But the Giants 
and um, and Cincinnati, I expect if the Martins can't take two out of three, are going to have a game-and-a-half lead or two-and-a-half game lead over the Marlins once the weekend's over. And once that number starts to creep up, you know, th- th- that things are getting a little tougher. I think at this point, if that number hits two or three, I think we're – I, I yeah, think that's it. That's I, I, I feel positive because it's half a game. Half a game yeah. is nothing. It's, but once it's like two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, and then yeah. every day that passes, you have less games to play. It's like it, it gets rough. But yeah. um, we got to keep hopeful. This series is really it, – it's do or die time. This is yeah. the biggest series of the season. If you could take Absolutely. two or three, not only does it boost the confidence, but it keeps you alive. At that point, I, I'm with you. I think we make the playoffs. Yeah. Right now, I, I don't feel as confident as you do. But if we could take two or three out of the Braves, I, I do think we'll make the playoffs. But yeah, there's uh, listen, I, I there's every reason to take two out of three here, man. Uh, Flanagan's night is tomorrow. Ooh, yes, <laughs> I heard. I can't believe that I'm going to miss it. And even more so that Spaz <sighs> is going to miss it. I, yeah, I heard Spaz is trying to bring back the Concord so he can get back in time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, in all seriousness, I, I, I think it's I think it's like it's not. I think it's possible that we take two out of three from the Braves. And if we do that with the shitty ass Mets coming up right after that, I I think that could put us in the driver's seat because I think, um, yeah, I, I, even though the other teams have an easier run in, like I just, I don't know, man, I feel I'm feeling it this year. I like it. I like it. So I guess it's, it's prediction time. Yeah. So, we got the two series coming up, Braves and Mets at home. Give me some predictions. Braves, I'm going to say two out of three. Oof, I love I, it. I really do think that the Braves are probably going to start start resting people. What what better way to do it than immediately after you've clinched the division? That's when you want to rest some people, and then you, you start bringing them back into the lineup the last two series of the year, get them ready for the playoffs. Uh, if we're keeping Mets. the current rotation, Cueto would be starting tomorrow. Then it would be a bullpen day on Saturday. Yeah, and then what? And then Lazardo. Oh, Lazardo. Yeah. On Sunday. Um. Yeah. So, well, now that you said Cueto's name, I'm a little less confident. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no, I, I'd say still two. I think we can take two out of three, right? Um, if I'm gonna believe that this team's gonna make the playoffs, we have to. And I think we take two out of three out of the, from the Mets. Oh my God! I didn't realize I the Braves are at, at ninety-six wins already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Braves are real good. Oh. Um, like I, if they don't rest people, it's it's possible that we guess the what? Braves end our season. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, and, and that would be the way it ends, right? Is the Braves ending our season just like they've done multiple times? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think two out of three from the Braves. I think two out of three from the Mets. Um, I think it's possible we sweep the Mets too because we have strong arms going all three games um, mm-hmm. that I like that match up against their lineup. So, you know, I'd be happy getting out of that week four and two. I, I think, think that's that possible. Where we need to be. Yeah, that would be seventy nine yeah. and seventy four. 
And yeah, with 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 one and a half weeks to go. Uh the Braves series, I'm not as optimistic as you are, especially when I saw Cleto yeah. starting tomorrow. I'm gonna <laughs> say one and two. I think we take one. Um, I would love to take two, but I think we take yeah. one and then the, the Mets series, I think that's a sweep. I think we sweep the Mets. Yeah. How many Mets fans show it. up? Because I know in the beginning of the season, remember that first game of the year? Oh, they yeah, they the subway loud and proud. On and, yeah. Stupid asses. How many show <laughs> up this how much how many show up this time? Probably none. No, you know there's some stupid ass people who still show up. You, you, don't, know, you, don't, you don't think their their <laughs> their dumbass owner shows up? Sits oh, in the crowd. God. That would be horrible. Uncle Steve, <laughs> Steve Cohen. Can't stand that guy. Oh God, he's worse yeah. than Todd Bowie is the other one I hate. Yeah. Well, <sighs> uh, so yeah. So either way, uh, we both say four and two over the next six, which yeah. I think leaves us alive. Right, so yeah. th- that's the hope. Absolutely. Imagine going into the last week of the season. Ooh, sees, I need with, that with the playoffs still <laughs> in a, a possibility. So Quayle throws seven scoreless. Sees if that happens, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, giving, I'm giving you a free shirt. I'm, I'm just batter fans. <laughs> Boom, a free shirt for you if he throws seven scoreless. All right. uh, and then he said, "Sweep the Mets and take one from the Braves." That 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 that's what I'm calling. Also, four and two. Yeah. So hopefully. But like I said, the Braves series is the biggest one. We need at least one from the Braves and then a, a Mets sweep. If we get two from the Braves, I think we're making the playoffs. I'm sorry. Yeah. The confidence that, that you'd get off, off of that alone what would kind of propel There's you. There's no one else to stop us after the Braves. Like no. this last series has showed like we don't need to be afraid of the Brewers. Mm-mm. No, we, we can we, beat we, them. we hang with them, right? Yeah. So, we beat the Mets and we beat the Pirates. I'm not worried now, about those series. I think uh, even in the intro, I think it says 86 is the magic number. Mm-hmm. We're 11 games away from that, out of, and we have 15 to play. I don't think we're going to get to 86. I think we might get 84, 85. Yeah, I mean, 86 would be 11 out of 15 wins. That's a tall task. I mean, luckily, we played the Mets twice and the Pirates, so it's not impossible. Well, there's nine right there. Yeah. I mean, but so, that, that would that would be just straight sweeps. I don't know if we can count on that. But, uh, let's uh, say we take. So you say we take one from the Braves. Right. You said we sweep the Mets. That's four. That's four. Uh huh. Brewers. Then, we probably take two out of three. That's six because that's at home. Okay. okay. Mets again. Two more. Uh, I don't know if we can sweep them. Yeah, two more. Okay. But if we take two more. Yeah. Yeah. What's that put us at? Ten. I lost no. count, but I'm sure some. Yeah, you said six, so that, that would be eight. So eight, and then, if, and then, and if we sweep from... the Pirates, then we get to eighty-six. Hey, I guess. It, I mean, it's still on the table, highly unlikely. But uh, yeah, if we would have won today, I would have felt a little better about it. But regardless, I don't think eighty-six we'll is going to be the magic number for whatever no. team makes that last spot. So we'll see. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Brandon? Ah, uh, listen, we're approaching the final final few games of the home of home baseball because uh, we sure shit are not playing at home in the playoffs very much. So, you know, get out there, support the team. Um, Flanagan's night is tomorrow night. You go get your cup. Um, Mets games. Those are always fun to beat the Mets. So get out there and, and it's let's a lot fun sure... when the Mets fans are actually there though. Yeah. But you know, God, I wish I could go to one of those games mid 
midweek and then i could go live after the game and just rub it in everyone's face at the ballpark (laughs) but uh definitely the 24th like let's try and pack that place for the last game of the season no matter how this week goes like clear your schedules make room let's get out there the 24th show these boys that we appreciate what they've done for us this season and send them off on the final road trip right yeah man they they really busted their ass this year and and yeah i mean even though I know that you guys disagree, but I think the second half was extremely disappointing because I was expecting yeah. them to to just ride into the playoffs after that 14, being 14 games over 500. Uh, you yeah. still got to give them credit, man, because I, I feel like they surprised everybody. And um, look, they're going to end up over 500, which I don't think a lot of people had that alone. Nope. I yeah. didn't. Yeah. I, well, I, I like to say I did because I'm uh, eternal You optimist. did. You absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate you taking the time to, to ride with us. Please give us a, a review, five stars, comment, all that other yeah. stuff. Unless you're going to say something bad, then forget it. Don't comment. If you're watching on YouTube, please. Thank you. For, first of all, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Thank you for those that joined the chat live. And please like and subscribe. And uh, hopefully next Thursday we are... I think we might be back at four. I think it's all right? four. Oh, look at that! It's been I a while. We're gonna we might get, get them. the stash back. We might get the college ball, uh, ball player yeah, back. Coach Cali. there we go. So, until the next one, have a good one. Peace.